Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast. I'm your host, Will. I got my good friend, Steve. We're going into Dune Messiah. Salutations. Chapter, chapter two. Chapter two? Yeah. So, okay. Before we get started, I want to tell you, I want, I, 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 something happened to me that is, that is something that I think all podcasters go through and we've talked about this before but it was that same situation that always happens i was at an event with a couple of friends and some new people i've never met before Uh-oh. and what happened was you guys get out I can't of remember, well i was looking for a way out but you know i was dd for that situation and i couldn't i couldn't leave i couldn't leave these people <laughs> there, there was no way for them to get out of that situation either so we were all in it together but somehow during the course of the conversations that we were having somebody made a joke about something and said, oh, Will, you should put that in your podcast. And then I looked at the people that I'd never met before and they looked at me and we all (laughs) knew what was going to happen next. And we all didn't want it to happen. We all just kind of like, there was this pause of like, like three seconds, Eh, not even that. Like, it was just like, it was just like a split second moment where we all looked at each other. And then one of the girls there, new person I've never met before, just kind of said, what's your podcast about <laughs> and, should have just and, turned around and left and i should have just i should i should have just left because as soon as i started explaining it i knew it was just kind of it was there was no hope in hell she was going to listen to it and of course i got the same answer as we always do which is well that's cool sounds like a lot of work oh yeah i, I don't like, really read books but it sounds cool i would listen to it if i read books yeah yep that's what people yep. say yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Wow. Well, welcome it happens. To Dune. It happens every single time, especially when we're talking about Dune, because when we start getting to the lore of Dune, oh boy, I feel people oh are more boy. receptive to Dune than the than Wheel of Time. That's Definitely. true. Yeah, yeah. The, the the Amazon show didn't seem to make any waves either. Like I think more people know Zero. of Wheel of Time. Yeah, and they dislike it because of the show. Yeah, they just more or less kind of like, I watch maybe, if they did watch it, they watched like two episodes and they were like, ah, this is just fantasy stuff. I'll just wait for, I'll wait for the whole series to be out and then they'll never watch it again. I have not heard anyone say that (laughs) (laughs) about that particular show. For sure. Yeah, well, I just, you know, optimism. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody. Chapter two. Steve, do you wanna do you wanna hit us with the the chapter introduction we got here? No, one. you d- you do this one. All right, I gotta do my Muad Steve voice. I just don't <laughs> have the book with me right now. Okay, all right. Every civilization must contend with an unconscious force which can block, betray, and countermand almost any conscious intention of the collectivity. Trilaxo theorem, unproven. So I'm going to have to actually lay down a copyright claim and you're going to have to pay me at least 50 bucks for that. But we can settle that off air. Yeah, we can deal. Uh, what Would you accept beer? What about like... I, a... Here's the funny thing about that. Uh, I won't. No. It's got to be cold hard cash. <laughs> got to be cold hard cash? Ooh, we're going to have a problem here. How about tokens in our future Dune RPG game that we that we might play eventually but never I will also take uh, gift cards to Dave and Buster's. Oh, I got plenty of those. This is a fun time. Yeah, no, I got plenty of those. No problem. I got actually. You know what? I'll give you a hundred bucks for Dave and Buster's. That's too why much. I, it's all rescinded. Why? I'll go too hard. 
All right. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what that, that chapter introduction is talking about, but I did learn something <laughs> that I think I got wrong about the Tleilaxu in a previous episode. Can't remember. It was yesterday's episode. Or the episode before I that. I still don't know so, what the fuck a Tleilaxu is. So Tleilaxu is like a, like a, it's a civilization of people. And I think they're on a planet called Tleilax. I can't remember. Um, but I remember saying something along the lines of that they're like a technological race that's like bordering the lines of the whole um, making computers things. That's like that's kind of like a sin in the Dune universe. They're not exactly like that. They're more of like geneticists. You know what mm. I mean? So they they more play around with like uh, dead Duncan Idaho's dead Duncan Idaho's dead dogs. Anything that's kind of dead. They, they love to get their fingers in that. They're going to turn Duncan Idaho into a dog. Because I'm here for that. I'm not saying anything. But you yes. aren't, but you already did say something. <laughs> and it did have to do with Duncan Idaho and dogs. Yeah, well, get ready for book five, because they just replaced Jason Momoa's head with a golden retriever. Ready, ready. Dog can Idaho. Boom. Oh you can send me uh, some Dave and Busters for that too. Yeah. And he doesn't talk, he just like pants. He goes, in my version, he does talk. He speaks only completely fluent Japanese. Why isn't there more characters in in Skyrim that are dogs? Why are there cat people but no dog people? I don't people? know. We want to know something. I've never played that game. You never played Skyrim? No, I didn't. Wow. I, I, wow. Yeah, I did. I actually I played it for five minutes and I was like, well, this is fucking boring. I turned it off and then I went the rest 10 years of my life with every single person around me being like Skyrim, 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 Skyrim. Skyrim. I think I got it on everything that it came out on. And I was like, guys, have you played though Minesweeper on the PC? Have you played Pokemon, beats shit, Pokemon Yellow? Pokemon yeah, I travel back Diamond? 20 years and I go, you play Pokemon Yellow? I played it. <laughs> no, Skyrim time, is baby. fine, but it's like, I don't know. Honestly, it's kind of like <laughs> just, it's kind of bullshit. I love that whenever you have like an opinion about something that you don't like you, it's not like you don't like it, but you just kind of like I don't, I don't really care about it. You're always your your opinion is always, oh, this like, thing is fine, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah every single all, time because that's what you do, right? <laughs> is you tell people that it sucks, and then people get all defensive and start to try to defend it, and then you'd be like, actually, I, I, it's fine, I don't care, just stop. Yeah. And then they're like, what? Do you, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to tell you about dragons, dragonborns. I prepared my whole argument for this. Yeah, no, I I feel you, man. I feel it's you. It's kind of Once, just like reading the wheel of time, but bad. Yeah, or telling people that you have a podcast because yeah, nobody yeah, wants yeah, to listen yeah. to that. But with more dragons, way more dragons. I mean, podcast could have dragons. All right, <clears throat> let's get into chapter two here. All right, so now that we got the Tleilaxu kind of settled, the Ixians are the ones that I was thinking of when I th- thought of like the technological of course, advancement. The Ixians. Um, I don't think we've seen Ixians yet in this series. We've just heard of them, but uh, we'll get to them when we get to them. Got so Ixian growing on the growing on the fin- back of me. Oh, you, the doctor's oh, you, seen it. Yeah, you got to get that I checked out. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, yeah it's cancer. all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Chapter two. So we have uh, we have progressed further now into our story we are now leaving Irulan and her plots and all the other people Edric you know shape of water and now we're with Paul we are with the emperor of the universe 12 years later and you know what 
he's uh he he's 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 coming home from taking a little bit of a break. He's been just hanging out in Eric Keane, just trying to get a feel for his people. He's in disguise, so nobody bothers him. And yep, fake uh, mustache, <clears throat> big glasses. Exactly. Pork pie that hat. is that's how you get into the I think he says like how you get into like the form of a wild Fremen. You know what I mean? <laughs> it makes sense. Mustache, pork pie hat. Very, very important. Very important to the uh, to the Fremen culture. I think there's even a line when he's like like waxing poetic about his walk in Arakeem where he's like, ah, the shopkeepers. I, I love them when they argue with people and people say like, you have damp hands. And I've been in that argument. <laughs> you do have damp hands most of the time. Most of it's, you is <laughs> incredibly damp at all times. It's, 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 it's crazy. <laughs> I, I just, I've never been comfortable in my life. So I'm always kind of like perspiring in some sort of way. It's gross. Or I just, I, I can't help it. It's kind of a medical condition. I've tried to get it looked at. And they're just You're say, saying this as if it's a bit, but people, he's covered in sweat all the time and it's gross. It's real gross. Wait till you see me play drums live, which nobody here will. No one will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but like, oh, cool, man, see that, you know, that scene in the first X-Men where that where that senator, like they try to make him into a, a mutant to have him experience what being a mutant's like. Don't they like turn him into goo or something? He just turns into water. Yeah. And he's just like of water. Yeah. Shape of a See? big old dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Fish this shit. whole chapter is uh, it's split into kind of two scenes here. We got a scene with uh, Paul and Cheney and a scene with Paul and Irulan, but that's more of a flashback. So what's happening here is that when Cheney comes in, she's got a little bit of a coffee service. Paul looks at it. He's like, I remember that. I uh, I killed a guy for that. Nah, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, Jameis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, we, and, and it comes up. We yep, talk about yep. Jameis a little bit here. You know who doesn't come up? Jameis's kids that Paul's responsible for right now. Which is interesting. <laughs> Are we, we, we don't know if he's responsible for them right now. He was responsible for them, but if they have since, you know, perished, that responsibility has left his hands. That's true. That's true. Or they're just like they're old enough now. They're kind of like they're walking around Eric Keen. They've got They've got damp hands. They're in college. Sand College. Da- sand College. Damp hand. <laughs> you go to Sand College, you come back with damp hands. You know, you know, you know, you know that kid flunked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All right. So Cheney's whole thing in this chapter is that she's like, you need an heir, Paul. You need somebody to uh, take over your rule after you're gone because it's just inevitable. And Paul's like, well, yes, I do, but I want to be with you. Unfortunately, Cheney, for some unexplained reason, at least to her, we know because it's Irulan giving her contraceptives, uh, she can't conceive right now. For yeah. She just can't figure out why. She, I think they even mentioned maybe later on in the chapter that she goes, uh, she's been trying some new uh, rituals, some things that might be a little Yeah, She's on uh, goop.com giving herself like a coffee service enema oh oh who knows i don't know it might work uh get some chakras aligned pour some sand in parts (laughs) where it's never been before (laughs) spice spice has got to do something rub it all the same at the same time uh cheney's like you gotta have an air Paul is struggling with this idea of who he is right now. He is he's thinking about the jihad and how no matter what he does, the jihad is going to keep going. 
Like he he even if he's like, let's just let's just bail. Let's just grab our all of our shit and just get the fuck out of here. You know, like make make off like a like a country song or a pop punk song from the late 90s. I hate this town. Let's leave this place. I think that's a less than Jake song. Yep. Paul's a big fan of that. Uh, but no matter what he does, billions of people, trillions of people all over the world are still going to die no matter what. Yeah, it'll kind of just keep happening. Someone else would just slip into his into his emperor shoes. Yep. And I think I think uh if anything happens to Paul, like he doesn't have an heir right now. So it doesn't I, I don't think there even needs to be an emperor because he's so powerful as like a religious icon amongst the Fremen. Like the Quisarot has made sure that the the Fremen people are so radicalized in their belief of Moadib that no matter what Paul does, even if he denounces the jihad wholesale, the jihad is still going to keep going. There's nothing he can do to kind of like get in front of it because they they have this belief and they're going to go forward with it. So he's the the idea of Paul has surpassed the power of Paul's actual control. Yeah, he's more than he actually is yeah as a boy i guess he's a man now yeah that's like this paul at this point like 20 it's been 12 years i think he was 15 in the first book so he's probably like 25 20 26 27 my age you know i've been going through the same thing as well like this podcast too big i can't stop it (laughs) no matter what i do bigger than you it's bigger than me it's gonna keep on going and even if i'm gone it's gonna keep on going you know somebody else is gonna I'm lying. As soon as I'm gone, as soon as I'm done, the stop, show stops. <laughs> I'm going to change the show entirely into a taco review show once you leave. Every oh, day, new taco. That's a good one. San, count down the days at this point. San, San Taco. So counting up the tacos. Ooh. Um, so Cheney, of course, wants an air. He's like, I do, but... I only want to have it with you. And Cheney's like, look, I heard you have a conversation with Irulan today. I think you should, I think you should bang Irulan. I think you should give, give her a child so that you have somebody on the throne to watch after. And, uh, Paul's like, absolutely not. Absolutely. When it sounds like a trap. And I think he knows that. All right. You know, if the person you're with is ever saying things to you like that, pump the brakes because. Yep. Yep. Well, because as soon as he says, you know what, that's a good us. idea. She Then she can like go like, oh, it's a good idea, huh? Really? Because I was totally lying. <laughs> I was. That's interesting that you think it's a good idea because I was just saying that it's an idea. I never said good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? <laughs> no amount of prescience is, it can, can, can break through that kind of ruse, you know? I've got enough prescience to tell you how that situation is going to play out. Paul is sleeping on the couch. Not good. <laughs> sleeping on the couch. <laughs> uh, but it's okay because it's the spice couch and it probably has a lot of spicy cushions. And that's that's great. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after this kind of conversation, Paul kind of like he retreats into himself and he starts thinking about the conversation that he had with Irulan earlier today, earlier in that day that uh, Cheney's referring to. And we get it all in kind of flashback form. Pretty much Irulan shows up. She's like, uh, I want a kid. 
Paul senses something on going on with her. He senses that there's some sort of something that he can't see. So there must be some sort of plan or some sort of thing that um, Irulan has been tasked to do, but he can't see it for whatever reason. And that piques his interest, but all, but only to a certain point. It's because it's because the task is murder him. I mean, who doesn't at this point? <laughs> it's kind of pretty safe to assume. You know, well, it does seem like, yes, she wants the heir, but she doesn't want Paul on the throne anymore, especially with her conspiring with the fish man and these other people who are trying to knock him off the throne. Yeah, she doesn't really seem to care about his well-being in any capacity. She just wants that baby. She wants that, that baby. baby boy she, or girl She wants that baby for the sense of for the sake of power. Does it does it have to be a boy for it to be an heir? Good question. I think not. I would say I would argue not. Um, because if that's the only child Paul has, I think the responsibility has to go onto that person no matter what. Now, does it have to be a worm? Yes. In order to be an yes. heir? Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> or at least part that one. Is, that is prere- prerequisite. That is like it has it has to happen. In fact, I think they talk about it in this conversation. Irulan's like, I want a regular baby child. And he's like, it's got to be a worm. And Chaney's going to give me the worm. Gotta, it's gonna, she's going to give me the worm. Wormy. All right. Yeah. The, <laughs> that thing will be immortal. And have no enemies except for possibly a giant fish. Then we might have or bird or bird. Then we might have some issues. Robin. But you know what? We're okay. I think my little worm baby is going to be strong enough to deal with this. Um, My little worm baby. Irulan tries to like threaten Paul into this by cuckolding him. And that's a quote. She's like, I will. It is. I will cuck you. It was very interesting when I read that part. And she's like. (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay, well, what are we reading? Yeah. What is this? And uh, she, she, yeah, I'll cuckold you and I'll get my own baby. And he's like, go ahead. The only thing I ask is like, you can't have a kid. Even if it's from somebody else and you say that it's mine, I will kill you and I will kill the kid. I do not need that in my house. I don't need this drama. We need some form of intervention here. This does seem like a domestic situation on both sides. Things are not good. There's lots of red flags popping up, if you ask me. Not a happy house. You know, this is not a uh, this is not a Bob Saget sitcom. No. Rest in peace. Uh, he's dead, Will. Yeah, I know he's dead. Now I just... Thanks for, remi- thanks for reminding us. Now I'm thinking Bob Saget as Paul, <laughs> as Paul Atreides. And I've got some ideas. You know? It's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Dave Coulier's Duncan Idaho. Huh? <laughs> Always you with Dave Coulier. If it was up to me, I'd think Dave Coulier would never should never be cast in anything ever again. You get the Olsen twins to be the to be the worms. And this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? All right. And who else was in we that show? Rob have Lowe. To have rules, lines. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Was it Rob Lowe? Was he in Full House? I, I don't know. I never watched Full House a day in my life. Neither have I, but I know enough, <laughs> evidently. <laughs> Uh, essentially the conversation wraps up at that point where, uh, Irulan goes, I will cuck you. And he goes like, go ahead. And like, actually, uh, you know what? Kind of into it. <laughs> you know what? That's cool with me. <laughs> Proofer didn't happen. He comes back to the present, uh, back to the conversation that he's having with Cheney. And I think Cheney mentions that she wants to go out to a CH and, uh, try a, yep. uh, a birthing or like some sort of like. Fremen ritual to in, increase the chances of conceiving. And I think Paul 
is more or less kind of like down with it, but his duty requires him to be in in Arakeen, so he can't go join her unless I'm mistaken somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think I think you're you're right there. Yeah, so she's gonna go out. She's gonna go hang out the 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 edge of the desert, go see some Fremen. I think she wants him to come with her because Muad'Dib should connect with the people of the desert. He's been like too long in the city, and you know this whole thing with Fremen and cities. You know, like the Fremen in the city are kind of like looked down on by Fremen in the desert. They're not like real Fremen. You know, being a real Fremen is about being in the sea edge. It's about you know, braving the elements. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, though, like the, all of Fremen, every single one, I think, want the weather to change. They want some water. So what happens when everybody, whenever, when rainfall happens? Like, does everybody like, is it a, is it a level playing field now? Um. Well, I think it'll change things. It's interesting the way you say when rainfall happens, because there's no indication that rainfall is happening. Well, yeah, Irulan even said, she's like, when are you going to make the weather change? And he's like, it's a process. All right. <laughs> I'm working on my weather machine. Okay. <laughs> if you leave me alone, stop talking about babies. I might be able to harness the power of lightning. He's got a lot of. He's got a lot of stuff to deal with. comes down and Taika Waititi's there. Oh. Right. Now we're talking crossover in there. Hulk. Yeah. The pirates, right? Blackbeard's there and he's having sex with the other pirate uh yeah <laughs> that's our flag means death i'm not just saying that go watch the show no 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 Learn i don't about pirates people and i think that pretty much wraps up where this chapter ends like paul just more or less kind of like he thinks about all the stress that he's going through right now he's got a lot of stress he's dealing with a lot of different moving parts in his life right now he's got he's got you know cramped muscles in his legs it's... Oh, tell me about it. I got something going on in my ankle right now, and I don't know if I've got gout. Oh no, I don't know if I've got Jimmy ankles. Jimmy ankles is a good thing, though. I so I don't think I've you got... got. I don't think you got Jimmy ankles. That's like muscle growth. I hope so. <laughs> I'm working on my right ankle a lot, so hopefully I can get some growth over there. What I really wish that we got in the, in in this book at some point is at least a a peek through the jihad like not where paul is but like we just get some random guy on some random planet just through his perspective and just seeing like the the hordes of fremen just like coming in and annihilating everybody and then at the end of the chapter he dies yeah exactly i just want to see something from the perspective of the commoner and i i was actually like i was looking through the, the the dune rpg book is probably one of the most comprehensive guides of Dune lore I think I've ever seen. Is uh, it canon? Yeah, it's canon. It's based on everything that's been like established by the by the authors. Like, did you know that the languages that everybody speaks, like the most common language everybody speaks, is a is a language called Gallic or Galak? Is, is it just English? It's just English. It's like Galactic Basic. Yeah, you know, okay. and then there's other. There's other words as well, like Jacobsa, and then there's like the sign language that the Atreides use. I think that's just called battle language. So there's like, <laughs> there, there's a bunch of shit going on here, but I didn't know that it was called Galak. Um, 
but yeah, they were telling the, the thing that I saw in the book here, they were talking about commoners and what, what commoners do. And they essentially live their life in a form of servitude. They're not technically slaves because they're free to do what they want within the confines of their planet, but they are tasked to do, uh, they're tasked to do the one task that that planet has to do on Caladan for the Atreides. It was produced Pundi rice. I'm sorry. Pundi yep. rice. Pundi rice. It's the, one of the most like, uh, one of the most used foods in the entire universe. And the Atreides get their wealth from shipping so, out. Like, you know, like Pundi Duncan rice. Idaho, right? Like Duncan Idaho, like he's a good looking dude. He's Jason Momoa. He's all jacked up. And right. You know, kind of wondering i've been wondering myself about the 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 dietary needs to get yourself to there but at this point it's safe to say that probably unless there's some alternate form of space chicken i think he's got some nice chicken breast maybe some broccoli yeah unless of course space broccoli Mm -hmm. and what's it on top of pundi rice pundi rice you know he's probably eating that four times a day every single day oh nonstop. but little meals you know he's a he's an exercising boy you know he looks great he looks amazing and that's how you that's how you get to that shape. Punti rice now, and battling. Now I need to go back to that. Is there some sort of space chicken? Is it documented is it documented in this role-playing book you have? I don't think so. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna crack it open right now because there are traits. So like in the game, you actually like instead of creating um you know a party, you create a house. So everybody plays underneath the underneath the same banner, you know? Uh, yeah. And there's a whole bunch of different things that you could do to to kind of like define the house and how it's like important yeah, so to the Imperium. Probably chickens. You can probably get chickens happening. Yeah, gotta, there's definitely. We gotta we gotta follow back up on that. Yeah, there's definitely like I I, I got, I've got something. I've got something. Let me let me get let me get this for you. All right, all right. So you can uh, you can you can actually there's farming that you can like your your house is like uh popular and that gets most of its uh resources and it's proficient it's an expert in like farming so you could do like uh oh you can do wheat you can do sheeps you can do cheese sheep it says cheese right here so i know what house are says cheese <laughs> i know what cheese yeah actual cheese do we know what kind of cheese space cheese yeah <laughs> yeah De- it's made of stars Ar- Iraqian space cheese not to be confused with Iraqian spice cheese. Very different. Very different. Spice. It's like if you get a cheddar and a jalapeno cheddar. Yeah, very different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. But both go great on a pizza. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. That was chapter two. Steve. Thank you for listening to another episode of Dune Messiah. Please give us a follow on all the dumb shit out there. Twitter at chap by chap, Instagram at chapter by chapter podcast. And we will see you back here tomorrow for Dune Messiah chapter three. We can't do this show without the support of our 
of our number one fan, Big Cheese Daddy. If you've been listening to the show for a while, you probably have no idea who Big Cheese Daddy is, but don't worry, neither do we. We just know that Big Cheese Daddy is this benefactor that is here, just supporting the show, keeping us afloat, and we can't do anything that we do without his help or even approval. He's 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 our father. He's our daddy. So thank you so much for supporting the show. If you want to be like him, check out the Patreon. There's a podcast on there. Support us. You can get more content. You love content, don't you? 